TV Campfire Podcast. I was like, yep, okay, so you win for the week. <laughs> We're here. I hate to sound like a broken road. Oh, no! We're fans. It's one of the best things on television. Oh! All right, we got you a hold of Oh, no, you didn't. We talk TV. That was the best scene ever. Like, that I, blew me away. It was absolutely amazing. I just couldn't believe it. Welcome to the show. This is podcast number 592, and I'm Libby, your host, and this week we have returning guests. Hi, this is Allison, and I write reviews for Six Degrees of Geek. Hi, this is Yusan, a costume designer and TV enthusiast from Los Angeles. And this is Tom in West Palm Beach, Florida. I chair the Department of Visual and Media Arts at Palm Beach Atlantic University. Uh, Tom, hit us with the news. Okay. Um... Oscar-nominated Yalitza Aparicio stars in the upcoming series Comatiera, created by showrunner Daniel Berman at Amazon, which has also acquired rights to Rebecca Yaro's best-selling fantasy book series, Fourth Wing. They're also developing the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo series with Vina Sud as showrunner. And also, they're developing a Poltergeist series. Yeah. Somebody's got some money they're not afraid to spend. <laughs> I want to get on the girl with the the tattoo, dragon tattoo. I love that series. AMC has picked up the Nemo origin series Nautilus, starring Shazid Latif, formerly of Star Trek Discovery. Apple TV Plus is raising their subscription price to $10 a month. Boo. So it's basically doubled (laughs) in the uh, three plus years of its existence. Uh, to be John fair, Hurt- they they have increased the amount of shows, though. I I mean, this is true. I I feel like that's and their shows are really pretty good. I was gonna say they have the they have some of the best development people. Yeah, their shows are good. So I'm not. You even may not like it. all their shows, but they're still well produced and watchable. Yeah, and some of and many of them are quite good. Um, also, uh, they've acquired the John Lennon murder docu series, which will be narrated by Kiefer Sutherland. CW has announced that Superman and Lois will end with season four to I, no one's surprise. I was about to say, didn't I feel like that's not news? I feel like I already knew that. They they didn't officially announce it till in the last two one and a half, two weeks. Because yeah, if you go on I feel like there we already talked about it's such a weird thing. I feel like I already knew this information. I don't know why, but they picked it up for they picked it up for season four, but they never said it was gonna end there because it seemed like there was a suspicion that Max might pick up for seasons, but now that they're doubling down on this new DCU. Speaking of comic book heroes, Disney Plus has released, that's the fancy word for fired, all the writers and <laughs> all the writers and directors of Daredevil Born Again. They're actually gonna hire an honest to gosh showrunner right. and they're gonna have to do some reshoots. They're about Part they were like five episodes in and then paused because of the the dueling the two strikes. No, but it also uh, it was because I heard that the first four episodes are a law drama and he doesn't put on his uniform his daredevil outfit until the end of episode four, and so they said thought that was a great idea. That's exactly just, which is why all those guys got fired. It's called Daredevil Born Again, not Daredevil Attorney at Law. Apparently, the other guy thought that that was how he was born again. <laughs> well, this ain't the practice, dude. <laughs> uh, FX is adding two more story anthology shows, American Sports Story and American Love Story. And first up on American Sports Story, they've cast Josh Andres Rivera as Aaron Hernandez and Patrick Schwarzenegger as T- Tim Tebow. HBO uh, has announced that House of the Dragon season two would come will debut in summer twenty four. Euphoria, Euphoria season three is confirmed for twenty five, as is White Lotus season three and the It prequel series for Max. Uh, Disney is expected to imminently pay eight point six million dollars to buy Comcast thirty three percent stake in the streamer for Hulu. And they're also working on a prison re- break reboot. It's like, didn't we just do a sequel series recently? It's like, come on. Prison uh, break, I don't need, uh, is it, it's a reboot, not a prequel, or it's a whole new cast. They're basically yeah, doing yeah, the show yeah. all over again. I mean, that show, 
did it only worked for like one season anyway. Like once you and got they kept it on for what three? <laughs> yeah, it's like after he breaks out, what are we doing? Then he gets yeah, prison break. It's broken. The show should be over. <laughs> um, All right, go ahead. The Salem's Lot remake turned out so well, it's skipping theaters and going straight to Max. <laughs> Great. Oh, wow. I hear your sarcasm. Uh, what, moi? <laughs> uh, NBC has announced that Tracy Spiridakos will leave Chicago PD after the upcoming season 11. Netflix is splitting The Crown season six, the final season in half. The first four episodes will drop on November 16th and the final six on December 14th. They're going to squeeze everything out of that they can. I'm like, come on, man. There's only there's only 10 episodes and we're splitting it. And splitting them by a few weeks. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, no. Uh, ben Wishaw, Sarah Lancashire are joining Kira Knightley in the Netflix spy thriller Black Doves, and they're developing a JFK limited series from Eric Roth, who co-wrote Killers of the Flower Moon with uh, Martin Scorsese, and also he won the Oscar for uh, Forrest Gump. Uh, Paramount Network, Yellowstone season 5.2 has been pushed till fall 25, and the spinoffs 1944 and 2024 have been ordered. And if 2024 sounds familiar, that's basically going to be the continuation show, which they're trying to get Matthew McConaughey to be the big lead to replace Kevin Costner, who's busy with his uh, Western film two-parter thingy. Paramount Plus has acquired French Roulette, a crime family saga set in 1970s French Riviera, and they have canceled Joe Pickett after two seasons. And that's the news. Oh, also of note, hopefully by the next time we podcast, the SAG after strike will be over. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. (laughs) Well, have you read the terms of the offer? It's pretty good. I heard, I heard it's, 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 that's what I'm saying. Don't jinx it. I heard it was good. So until somebody signs a line, don't jinx it. I believe in the Buffy verse. Stroke your rabbit's foot. (laughs) That's it. All right, so let's start with the shows. Uh, first up, we're going to start off with Lessons in Chemistry. We're going to talk about episodes three and four. And it's so weird in that after the big accident that happened at the end of episode two, where, oh God, what's his name? The scientist dude. Uh, Bill Pullman's son. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. After he gets Bill hit Pullman. by a bus, I was like, okay, well, what's the show going to be? Because... Watching her be at home, dealing with being pregnant and having a baby, like, I was like, how is this interesting, you know? And I wasn't sure if it was going to be interesting, but in episode four, when she, like, faces off with that uh, television boss, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. (laughs) You're skipping over the best part of episode three. Go ahead, go ahead. I love that the dog narrates the, oh, the that was so good. POV was fantastic. Oh, that was, and and, that was and really the good. voice is um is BJ Novak from The Office. Oh. So, I didn't recognize his voice, but I really did. I I did, but I really dug the dog, yeah. and uh, I thought it was. I really liked it. it. The Marvels comes out. Uh, cheap plug for something I have nothing to do with, but <laughs> everybody. People like to bag on Brie Larson for the for Captain Marvel. She didn't write the script. <laughs> she didn't make she didn't make her character to be dour and humorless. I find her very engaging and charming in the right role. This lessons in chemistry is a great role for her because yeah, it shows yeah, a wide right. range of her emotions. And I really like the budding friendship between her and uh the black neighbor who who was good friends with uh her late baby daddy. <laughs> so, I, and I love that when she, you know, she had the baby and the baby wouldn't stop crying. And she's like freaking out and having all these dark thoughts about her child. <laughs> and and she's like, dude, everybody's been there. <laughs> like yeah. every single it's one like... of us has wanted to murder our children at one point. Um, so Well, it, not necessarily murder, but give them away. <laughs> yes, I know. But I'm just saying everybody has gone through that and nobody has a manual to teach you how to be a perfect parent and all of that just made her feel. Because I think part of it is she's used to being good at everything. You know, mm-hmm. and Very so control. Yes. Yep. And this and she's a control freak. Exactly. And this she had no control over. And it was really freaking her out. And she was trying to make it experiments and writing down data. And this one was like, <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. Babies don't work that way. 
Um, so all of that ended up being, this is not the kind of show I would think that I would like, but yeah. it's really engaging. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting drawn in. Like every time I watch an episode, I'm like, it, and I was like, wait, and the end game is a cooking show. Why should I care? Like, but I care. <laughs> I care yeah. about all of it. Yeah. Go ahead. You said I think the show is, um, is to me, it plays like a book. Like, I feel like I'm reading a book, you know, it's very literary. Um, the, there's a lot of showing, uh, as uh, it's, it's showing very well versus telling, you know, uh, it, although that being said, the, uh, the, um, dog episode was very much telling not showing because it was you know all voiceover so i i mean i stand corrected in 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 that episode but yeah I, but it was a unique point that was a unique take a on it POV. um right. and and it it to me it allowed for something that was going to be so sad and depressing and quite frankly potentially boring to watch it made it really poignant you know and really beautiful in a way that um not only was it original, you know, uh, but it, like I said, it made it interesting because, you know, I don't mean to sound callous, but watching someone grieve the death of their loved one uh, is not, does not always make for great TV, uh, you know, it, for, in many ways. So Or great they, film. Or great film, exactly. So, so uh, the way they did it in a way, quote unquote, telling us stuff. But from a dog's POV, it really wasn't, it was a cheat sort of in, a, in the best way possible. Um, but otherwise, the show, the, the show shows me uh, what I want to see. It doesn't just kind of tell me. And I think that that's really great. So there's a lyricism to it. There's, it reminds me very much of a novel that I'm kind of unfolding for myself. It's not slow at all, um, but it is not. Uh, paced in a way like certain television shows, a lot of television shows are for. And and, and I agree with Tom very much. Uh, I think Brie in the right role is very engaging. And I think this role is perfect for her. And um, it's very interesting. And I am actually interested in the end game. It's, it's, uh, I, I'm, I'm not like, wait, what? I'm, I'm moving towards a cooking show. I love that scene where he goes, can you please just think about it? Just think about it. And she's like, Okay, I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so you want me, you stole my idea, became famous from using my idea, and you want me to be the second author on the continuation of my idea? And I was yeah. like, dude, come on. Yeah. She's like, yeah. screw you. You figure something out. Because, I mean, basically, the thing is, they've got, they followed her notes and what they've stolen to its endpoint. They don't have any more. And it's because it's not not their idea, they don't know where it's going. Nope. And so she's like, yeah, I'm not going to help you do that. No, thank you. Yeah, no. And I, and I love and I love also <clears throat> the creativity of, uh, again, this is the book. This is obviously what was written. But I love how she was like um, helping all of the, you know, pay per sort of not a tutor, but a fixer you know, for everyone's um, oh, right. papers, you know what I mean? She was going, and how she was making money. I thought that was kind of very realistic. I thought, how is she going to support herself? So the, the show, you know, it doesn't have any, uh, plot holes is the wrong word that I'm looking for, but it just, it, it's all organic. It makes sense. It's fun to watch. It's good to watch. Um, yeah, they, I, they, I don't have, the show doesn't have any holes in terms of acting or the way that it looks, the direction. I love I love the direction. I love the costuming. I like the set design. All of it. It's a very 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 solid, highly uh, watchable, entertaining show. And the and the yeah. elements of magical realism work really well. Whether it's the dog narrating episode three, whether it's playing with the structure, whether it's her having visions of her yes. late, late boyfriend. I mean, yes. it seems very organic because of somebody who who so lives in her mind. Yes. You can almost imagine her having conversations with somebody who isn't there yes. and having, you know, the actor actually show up for those. It's, um, you know, Apple really does a good job with their literary adaptations so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would agree. Aside, aside from uh, Foundation, where they're so off book, Ooh, they don't. <laughs> we can't agree on that. But anyway. They're, they're uh, off book. You, They're off book, Libya. They are way off. Off book is fine. Way off book, book is fine. Off book is Still fine. a really good show. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Allison, any thoughts on lessons? Did you watch this? I haven't watched it yet. No, I haven't had a, a chance. It's been very busy couple of weeks. Okie doke. Well, let's move on. Um, next up, we're going to talk Loki and it's episodes four and five. And it's what's crazy is you start off with the episode four where it's like, okay, everybody run for your life. Let's all, we got to get this before this whole thing breaks down. We got to get the, the he who remains, get in here and do the thing and blah, blah, blah. They no, get him in Victor the suit. Timely. What did I, okay, that's true. Victor Timely. And I like the fanboying between Victor Timely and OB. They're like, oh my God, I love your book. Oh my God, I love your book. And they just go, they're like, what, who did what first? And all of that's great. And they build it all up and he gets in the suit and he gets downstairs and he's coming out. He goes out the door and he unravels like immediately. And I was like, what? I understand the fandom is referring to him as he, he who low mains. What does that mean? Like Lomain. Like I know it's Lomain, but I'm not sure how that connects. But because he spaghettifies. Oh, because (laughs) (laughs) okay, I get that now. Uh, But I thought that that was a lot of build up. They spent all this time getting this dude, and they put him in the suit, and he just goes spooked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, okay, that that worked well. Exactly. And then we have the next episode where he starts time slipping. And and I like that the episode is called science slash fiction because the whole thing is, is the time slipping science or is it fiction? And depending on how you look at it will determine how you control it. And I was like, that's interesting. Uh, so all of that was pretty cool too. And they did the whole buildup with that one as well, where they like, okay, we got to get everybody in one place and do the thing and blah, blah, blah. And what happened? Everybody turned into spaghetti again. And I was like, wow, you guys suck. But uh, Allison, why don't you start off with this one? What'd you think? Yeah, I, I, I loved both episodes. I thought they were great. I thought that it was, it was pretty, you know, not, it was really great to see them end on this cliffhanger on you know with with episode four where anything could happen really from that point on it's like you've just destroyed the universe where do you go from there <laughs> um so i thought i thought that that was really kind of daring and fun and and really a great idea and where they took it was not really what i was expecting but i i mean in in a way it was because i knew obviously the show doesn't end here so we have to get the, the band back together but um i i really appreciated seeing the backgrounds of everyone where they came from um you know the 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 origins of of all these different characters and then how he brings them together and i have to say that that whole thing of seeing the the universe around you dissolve into these strings is pretty terrifying yes. it really and they handled it particularly well especially the bit with sylvie when she's in the record store because she has an emotional connection to this guy in the record store with her and so there's this sense of of real loss that they they create when this world starts just collapsing around her and people disappear and and all of that i i I really thought that that was a brilliantly handled scene so um i i love that and as far as the end you know the the conclusion that loki comes to where it's not, it doesn't have a uh, so much to do with where or when, but who. It's his emotional connection to these other people. That's what's allowing him to to take control, right. and and I think that's that's ultimately what's going to play into it. I have very very mixed feelings about what they're going to do with the finale, um, based on that. I I you know. I have this horrible feeling they're going to martyr him, and I don't want to see him martyred for a second time, but. Oh, well. Um, I mean, he's the villain that keeps dying and coming back. So I'm kind of okay if he finally, you know, fights the big one. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, they, they redeemed him in the movies by having him sacrifice himself. And I, I kind of am worried that that's, what, that's where they're going with this in, in the series. That he's I mean, do I don't think oh. that Loki, especially with the TVA gone, I don't see how Loki can keep going like i don't know what they would do but anyway uh Yusin, go ahead is this do we know that this is it or, or no there, we don't we don't know anything. we don't we don't know anything oh okay so if there could be a third season 
we have no idea. I've he I've heard that they were really just planning on it being two, but That's you know, I, I mean, I guess if it's really popular, they they'd stretch it again. It is. The it's really kind of all up in the air. It's the biggest Disney TV show they have right now. Yeah. Money, 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 money. Exactly. Um, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I I won't say much more. I will say ditto, Allison. Um, I enjoyed the episodes uh, a lot. Um, I I think visually, especially with the this time spaghetti, um, it's time really... spaghetti. Nice, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I really um, love the visuals. Uh, so it's really interesting to watch. So on that aspect, I'm just trying to say some things that maybe Allison didn't say, but I agree with what what she said. I'm enjoying this season, um, uh, and I was very surprised that they got rid of Victor Timely. But I kind it was sort it reminded me of um that movie Deep Blue Sea where Samuel L. Jackson is like giving his big old speech, and then the shark just comes <laughs> and like <laughs> just chomps on him. I'm like, wait, wait, what? You know? Um, so I'm like. Um, so that was kind of, you know, it, it was effective for, you know, for whatever, you know, for what it's worth. Uh, yeah, I have to say, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. No, I didn't see it no. coming. So it was, it was effective and, and clearly he couldn't have done much anyway. The plot wasn't going to allow him to. So get rid of him in a big dramatic way. Why not? Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm interested. I'm very interested to see how they solve this. I don't, I'm not, I'm not able to guess where they're going with this or, what they're going to do or how they're going to resolve it. So, um, yeah, I just, I'm enjoying it and, and going along for the ride. Uh, Tom, I have, I oh, sorry. Say, I just, just, just one little comment. I have heard that the, what, whatever they do in this is going to affect how the, the rest of the, like the phase four stuff goes. Wow. Through. That's huge. Yeah. All right, Tom, go ahead. Yeah. I'm, I <laughs> love, I love the premiere. I'm not, digging this season it's too convoluted for its own good and victor timely i thought was a big i didn't like the characterization of i i didn't like that particular variant of kang i agree it was kind of anticlimactic he just spaghettifies and like oh well that was just a rabbit trail it just seems that so many things are dead ends or red herrings and for me it's not quite working i mean i did really like in episode five seeing some of the people's pat you know their backstories but I just, as a dramatic unit, I'm like, eh. Oh, and I did like the backstories. I did like the backstories. But overall, if you look at the season and what actually happens, there's a lot of dead ends and false starts and stops. And it, it just feels like they're kind of spinning their gears until we get to whatever big building block we're going to have for whatever it's going to tie into the rest of phase four. I don't know. Marvel's got serious issues there have been many articles in many trades and many blogs about it but i mean this is one of the stronger entries in phase four but i still think it's a little it, it feels kind of disconnected hmm. okay hmm. well let's move on um next up we're gonna talk bodies which is a show on netflix and the premise of the show is that there are several detectives in different points in time investigating the exact same murder. And and when well, I what say... what seems like a murder. What seems no, like a wait, murder. Wait, wait, wait. You're getting ahead of yourself. Yes. So um, you have a detective in current day who finds a body in this alley and she's like, okay, I'm going to investigate this murder. And then you go to 1941 and this detective is asked to cover up a murder but it's the same body in the same alley. And then you go to 1890, I want to say, 18? Yeah, it's 1890. Yeah. And that detective finds a body in the exact same alley, and it's the same body. And you're like, what? And what's really cool about the first episode is as they're investigating, they sometimes split the screen, so you're seeing the same thing. So the guy from 1890 and the woman from 2024, or 2023. 23. 23. They're all... Um, going to to the morgue to check out, you know, the findings on the autopsy, and they're having them do it at the same time. And so some of that stuff is really pretty cool how they do it. And then you you get used to the three detectives doing what they're doing, and you're like, okay, you're falling into a pattern. And at the end of the first episode, they're like, surprise, let's go to the future. In the future, 
woman goes down the same alley, finds the same body, and she, and you're like, oh, okay, we're just gonna add this to it. Except then the dude like wakes up halfway, and you're like, what? And then he goes to black, which I thought was a great cliffhanger because I was like, well, now of course I have to see the next episode because I'm like, what is going on? And what I really like is when you get to the second, we start going into like what that guy does. And so it gives you some ideas and some theories at least on how it's possible that this same guy could be murdered in multiple time periods. And then there's some secret cabal of people trying to cover it up maybe, or just, I'm not even sure what the secret cabal is trying to do at all. Other than they say the line, uh, we all love you or you are loved or something. Know that you are loved. Know that you are loved. And, and they even have it as, as a, an acronym on the, on the buildings when we go into the future. Right. And that's where you realize that line is from the future. So I'm like, first of all, it sounds super creepy and culty. Uh, <laughs> but like all of that just adds up to like, what the what? And I've never seen a detective murder mystery done like this. And I give them kudos just for the concept. So they get bonus points just from the start for the concept. I don't know how it's all going to wrap up. I've only seen the first two. I don't want to know, Allison, because I know you finished it. Yeah, but, I did. <laughs> but so don't even tell me. Don't tell me anything nope, about it. Nope, just nope. talk about the, we're just talking no, about the first No two. spoilers from me. Thank you. No. They get bonus points for me for not being like dark because as I was watching it, I thought, oh, is this going to be like too confusing or too hard to follow? And it's not. It's not. It's, you know, it's four distinct timelines. Um, and uh, I thought it was going to be three. Now it's four. Now there's that whole, you know, you know, and it seems future is going to be where it's at. You know what I mean? Like that's actually where the plot really is. And uh, the, the the other three are sort of add-ons, so that was also well, really more like echoes, I think. Yeah, echoes. Yeah. Well, whatever the case is, you know, adding the adding the the future is not an afterthought. It's where it's at. It's you right. know obviously, and that makes the most sense because clearly now we're 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 dealing with some sort of quantum physics slash time, yeah. you know, time, yeah, you know, timey wimey, you know, kind of a thing. Um, so that's going to have to be in the future. Um, but the way they reveal it over the two episodes, I thought was excellent. That yes. second episode, we find out that um, not only is he, uh, you know, he comes back to life in the first episode. Uh, he's not dead. Uh, but in the second episode, he's transported. I mean, in the, in the, in the, his body is transported and it's like kept kept in like a hospital like setting it's not really a hospital it's more like a lab setting um you know in that encased kind of thing but um that we find out that when she goes to investigate him he's actually alive alive right uh, he just walks in with a little band-aid on his forehead walking around like, with what? yeah with a little yeah, bit she of goes to work. to the the university where he's teaching where he was teaching physics where and, he apparently is still teaching physics yes and she's <laughs> talking about while well, she's investigating his murder and then he just waltzes Walks in the room in. <laughs> so, and she so, tells him he's wanted for 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 you know as, as part of a murder investigation he dead. says whose and she says yours <laughs> that fade is to the, black i know we that is the craziest body. thing that is yeah. the craziest thing so, uh, but that is what I really like about the show is that I have never, like, it's really hard to surprise me with anything. I've watched way too much television at this point. So having a show where I'm just like, I have no clue what's going on. Like, I have theories, and I'm pretty sure time travel, physics, quantum realm, black hole things are probably involved in this in some way. But that's all I got. And I think it's fantastic. Yeah, they do a really good job. You know, the thing is, I, I was reminded of Dark while I was watching this. I was elements that definitely harked back to that. Um, but, you know, the, the one of the jokes, because I adored Dark, and I think one of the joys of it was how convoluted it was and trying to keep up with it and, you know, and, and all of that and trying to figure things out with the complexity of it. This is nowhere near that, yep. that level. 
Uh, in fact, they're very, very transparent. They, they, they kind of walk you through, as, especially with doing the split screens and things like that. It's like, yes, this echoes this, and this happened then, and, and, and so yeah. all of these things are related. But I actually um, like how slick it looks, though. How I, I, think, I think it does look great. I mean, it's a great looking series. Yeah, certainly. that's why I said it reminded me of Dark because I think it looks a little bit like Dark in terms of mm -hmm. coloring, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. the the kind of style of it. It, yeah. it. it did remind me very much of Dark. And then, like I said, I was relieved to find out, oh, okay, this is not going to be confusing like Dark. Um, so yeah, so even the the look of the show, I like. Uh, yeah, but they have a great way of of dealing with the mystery too because i you know it takes a while before everything starts to clarify well stop 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 no i'm but I'm, I'm not going to give any spoilers know, i'm just saying there but this far this far into the the show i mean it's just all questions exactly and, but and we're all pretend. trying to figure it out right let's just pretend you've only seen two. well that's what i'm saying that's okay. the i think that they parcel it out at the perfect rate so yeah, that I you're 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 not saying oh come on come on come on come on or oh well i know everything already so why am i watching this i think that they do it exactly at the right at the right level yeah the cliffhangers are perfect the cliffhangers yeah. are perfect and well, what they're giving you the information is just enough to make you want to click the next one yeah, right. exactly next one. well let's yeah. which is on. why i'm I, I finished it already <laughs> self-control all right next up <laughs> let's let's talk about lower decks and these are the last two episodes of the season, which I can't believe Lower Dex is already done. Which Lower Dex. Lower Dex. Lower Dex. Thank you. And uh, I love the whole Nick Locarno. Now, who, show of, I was brilliant. Say, I was going to say show of hands, but not everybody has a camera on. But show of hands <laughs> for the people who know who Nick Locarno and Tom Parrish were played by the same actor. Yeah. Which. You know? The, which they the make main, jokes about, which is hilarious. The main reason they didn't use Locarno on Voyager is because somebody was too cheap to give character payments to the writer who created him for TNG. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, really? I oh, am not God. kidding you. It's it's in the licensed Star Trek books. Basically, wow. when you create a t character for a TV show, every time that character appears in a series, in an episode, that's like a... It, it was $300 a pop when I was working in television so if you do that by the number of episodes of voyager that was, that was it turned a, out to be a nice chunk of change yeah but still would have been worth it mm -hmm. if you looked at his service record on voyager under known aliases was nick lacarno are you kidding me <laughs> i'm not kidding you. it's in all the licensed books um, i didn't understand that because i remember when i saw him i was like wait what i remember being very confused so, when you saw Locarno or when you saw no, Tom? when I saw Tom Paris, though, I don't think I realized it until I was re-watching Next Gen. And I was like, wait, that's the same dude as Paris. Like, what the heck? So, yeah. Anyway, I actually, I'm on, uh, I, I texted one of the writers from Lower Decks. And I was like, nice deep cut there with uh, Tom Paris. I mean, uh, Nick Locarno. So, <laughs> yeah, that's it's funny. Not that deep of a cut, but. <laughs> Looks just like him. I don't see it. I love that joke though. That yeah. Yeah. And he was a straight up. I, I love, I love what uh, Mariner says. <laughs> He's like, "You're an a hole." Oh, well, Mariner says that. You're not a rebel. Up. You're a straight up a hole. Well, I like the flashback too because I was like, "Wait a minute." Oh, the retcon of the retcon. Because I was like, "Isn't Mar I always thought Mariner was a lot younger." So. By well, half, I was like, how is she the same age as Lacarno? If, like, was was so... if she was a freshman, when no, but she's a junior. junior. Yeah, that's a, yeah. She was like a, she was a freshman. No, no, no. But that would put Tom because that would basically say Nick Lacarno and Tom Paris are the same age, and Tom Paris basically Tom Paris is their hero, so he's already been done and done all this. And I was like, basically, the timeline doesn't work for me. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you're not supposed to think about the timeline too hard. Okay. But they did get Shannon Phil back to voice Jack uh Cita Jaxa. Jaxa. I don't know who that is. The the blonde who is part of the squadron, Nova Squadron. I, yeah, I don't remember her. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I did notice that they had Will Wheaton, so I was like, and hey, they yeah, Will yeah, back too. that was great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was I was like, yay, Wesley. So anyway, I love these episodes. I, I thought it was great that though I'm a little worried about 
God, what's the green Orion's name? Uh, Tendi. 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 A little worried about her. Now that she's I think they'll find a way to bring her back, well, just like they did. Oh, well, sure. Just like when they, they put Boimler on the um, on the Titan, that didn't last long. <laughs> yeah, that is. No, it's true. like if this was live action, I'd think, what did she get another job? Is she in a movie or something <laughs> like that? But <laughs> it's animation; they could draw her and get a day of recording anytime. So yeah, she's coming back. Yeah, yeah you know, I'm that, allowed to be worried about her a little bit. That's you know, that's all. I want to say looks, that pro I want to say props to the show because you know how they did this thread from the very beginning of the uh, of the destroying the ships, and then we find out they weren't destroyed; they were, you know, um, captured, captured. And then, right. you know, and then I really wanted to know plot wise what the explanation was going to be. You know what I mean? Um, and they even made fun of that when they were talking about like he was like, oh, you know, we're a ragtag group of of ships uh, outside the Federation, they were like, you mean like the Maquis? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I, I thought, oh, that was funny. So like, so even though, yes, we've seen it before with the Maquis, I feel like they, you know, they, they called themselves out, you know, the show, but as far as the plot was concerned, I thought it was a good one, like that it turned out to be him and why it was him and what he was after and the shield and all of that. Like, I really was waiting for a decent explanation, you know, the payoff. And I thought, oh, that's a good payoff, even though we've seen it before um, and they called themselves out. So I gave them credit for it. And I was like, all right, we're good. We're good. So I thought that was great. All right. Uh, well, let's move on. Um, thumbs up for Lower Decks. Oh, nice. yeah. Next up, we're going to talk about the fall of the House of Usher. We're going to talk episodes three and four. And and I was like, okay, which two kids bite it this time? Uh, Allison, you just said you watched it, so which two yeah. kids bite it? <laughs> um, the two kids, well, you can sort of keep track of it because of the titles of everything. We've got uh, Murders in the Room Morgue and a Black Cat. And uh, so that's the, um, the PR spin doctor uh, daughter. daughter. And then we get the uh, the gay son, who's the druggy gay son. Who mm -hmm. goes nuts after that cat that his boyfriend has. And for some reason, he must kill this cat. Or wait, no, well, he did well, kill he's, the cat. You he know what? the cat but at the beginning, and then now he's got the weird... He seems to kill the cat at the beginning. He's, yeah. And, and at the very end, we discover that's not really what happened. Nope. Yeah. yeah. So all of them are being haunted by this woman. Uh, who gets in their lives in one way or the other and convinced because I like with the PR woman she was just like the guard at the front desk that get, was giving her all this attitude and she's like do you know who I am <laughs> oh my god I what I give them credit for is all the spoiled kids of Usher are so unlikable that when their grisly death happens you don't really feel that much sympathy nope. you know? <laughs> um, you're just like you're a horrible person Though I don't know if anybody deserves to get their face eaten off by a monkey. I, I feel like that's yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, it's a little extreme. But, I mean, yeah. she really was awful. She was awful, um, but that's I actually felt awful. worse for the, the guy in the black cat because, I mean, he was kind of driven crazy with the drugs and everything. But he yeah, didn't... he didn't seem like a really bad guy. He seemed like no, a, he, no, he was just, he was just a mess. You know, your typical I mean, Mark he... on hedonist. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, other than that, he seemed to actually have a soul. He cared about the the other siblings who were being killed off. He actually mourned them. Yes. Um, so, you know, he didn't seem like that bad of a person, honestly, until, the you know, everything went crazy and, and he went utterly nuts. He cared about his boyfriend's cat. Yep. <laughs> but not enough to tell his Though when his boyfriend was like, you need to use less drugs, he's like, yeah, I'm going to have to break up with him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the solution. <laughs> yeah, that's really your problem, that your boyfriend actually cares about you. Um, but yeah, th those two episodes were both pretty good because I actually found both of the siblings to be interesting. And I didn't like the sister at all. The PR woman? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's better than the diet exercise sister, so... Uh, well, you know that she's going to come to a... I mean, all the kids come to a grizzly Yeah, end, that's so. the whole yeah, point. Yeah, it's a given. It's called, we we uh, know yeah, that at like, the beginning. I see where this is going. And they tell you at the very beginning, 
all six of his children are dead. So yeah, I mean, it starts think, at a funeral. So there you what, go. What I think is what I think is fascinating is the way they work in the Poe titles into this, especially the upcoming episode Goldbug, because that's the name of the dude's fitness company. Oh mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and then I, what actually that is the only Poe story that they did that I that I have not read. So I was really interested to see you know what happens in that because I I didn't know you know what the what the kicker would be in that. The others I knew I, I've read those stories, so I knew what was going to happen generally. Oh, okay. you know whatever happens, it's like this. Okay, that one that one though kept me going because I since I hadn't read it, I didn't know what was actually going to happen to to you know influence the end. Well, let's not skip ahead yet. Nope. Um, but I, I, I really enjoy this. And I usually, and I, I think I've mentioned before, I don't care for the work generally of the uh, the fellow who produced this, whose name Mike I'm blanking on. Mike Flanagan, thank you. I don't usually like his work at all, at all. And I, I saw so I was kind of dubious when I tuned into this. It was mainly because I liked the cast. And I actually turned out to really, really enjoy this series. I thought this this was... This was uh, kind of hitting it out of the park, really. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think this actually, I've ignored all his other work. And now I'm interested in checking some of his other stuff out. But now you're telling me I shouldn't bother. <laughs> um, Not that great. Uh, but yeah, I think this is amazing. Like, I thought it was going to be too scary and all of that stuff. But it's just really well acted. And a little uh, gory. It, it's a lot a gory. gory. It's a lot gory. But uh the story's so good that i'm okay with that you know and then when it gets too bad i just you know look away yeah exactly (laughs) i don't need to see the blood i'm okay yeah and the acting is uniformly excellent in this it's a great cast it's a fantastic actually i think this is probably the best performance i have ever seen from mark hamill he is he is wonderful oh he's so (laughs) creepy it's great he's such a he's such a arthur pym yeah, yeah, he's such a villain. The Pim but Reaper. A, but such a casual villain. That's what I yes. like about it's it. It's very understated, which is very unusual because, you know, I'm used to seeing him do these over-the-top villains, you know, Joker. like the Joker right. and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 this guy is very, very calm and collected. He and will murder the heck out of you, though. And exactly. You know, he'll do it in a very polite way, but he will totally murder you. <laughs> And I, I just, I love that. It was a great, and the voice that he does for it, this gravelly voice is absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Fantastic performance. Yeah, I agree. I agree about all that. And also Mary McDonald for me is so viciously scary. Like, yes, I've never seen her play such a cruelly casual bad guy before. It's like if Laura Roslin had zero conscience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, cause she, and, oh, that hasn't happened yet. Never mind. I almost gave something away. But Oops. anyway, let's move on. So we're saying thumbs up. All nice. right. Next up, we're going to talk Gen V, and we're going to talk episodes five and six. And somebody help me out. What happened in five and six? Um, well, the six was the, the finale where everything goes to hell. No, no, that was school. Is that six? I thought there were eight episodes. Was there no, six? no, no. Am I wrong? Yeah. Because... Uh, because uh, seven, we're, we're, seven we're and eight. Yeah, we're seven and eight, and I didn't watch it on purpose. Seven and eight. Yeah. So what's uh, five and six? Help me out. Uh, I think five and six is isn't oh, that you're the right. one where, ten episodes? Uh, that's where um, uh, she goes back to the 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 bowling alley or whatever. Finds Sam, brings him back. They're lost in her mind. They they find out that um, the uh, the telepath is the one that's been erasing golden boy's memory and they get stuck in her mind with her and they oh, go that's back what we get that's memory. where we get soldier boy right right yeah. yep mm-hmm. and so, uh, so soldier boy's cameo was pretty cool because they were like oh my god soldier boy how are you in her mind and he goes well i'm part of her mind and i'm not really soldier boy and but you guys need to get out of here before you get blown up and then like he's like here's the thing you have to do in order to do, and then he gets immediately like turned. Kaboom. He gets blown <laughs> up into little pieces in the middle of his sentence, which is the best thing ever. Um, that was all good. And then when they all get out, she's like, Yeah, I just need you guys to trust me again. And you can tell no one trusts sure. her. Sure. 
no one. And the thing that sucks is she can read all their minds and no, none of them trust her. So it's just kind of like, well, you know, well, you earn that. But then we see the flashback and we see she basically got recruited when she was a kid. You're like, okay, I get it, but still. Yeah. And, you know, it's so sad, like her storyline about her, you know, not knowing about her powers and her sending her little brother to, like, go away forever. Oh, like, my God. That's horrible. God. That's oh, my God. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, and powerful. It makes me, it gives me a lot of sympathy for her. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I understand, you know, why she's so messed up and, and how she's, why she's so easy to manipulate, actually. Right. Um, because she's inherently a good person. You can tell she's a good person. And why would she be doing these things? So, I like this show. Uh, it's less gory for me than the yeah, boys. Barely. But, I was about uh, to say. I was like, by fractions, maybe. Like, uh, it's I pretty mean, close. Yeah, I guess. I don't know why. I I mean, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the the boys, but I fell off of the, the, the last season, and I need to go back. I'm not saying I won't go back. But for me, this show, I don't know why. Maybe it's because we're dealing with um sort of a smaller world you know in terms of and also the, the these kids. kids are inherently good people yeah versus the boys yes. almost all of them are terrible people exactly so of course they operate in the yeah. same world so they're you know i mean they're surrounded by by horrible people and a horrible right. society and yeah. you know and the kids themselves you know they they are not what they're not completely perfect these these aren't you know shining heroes they're they're They've got issues of their own that they need yeah, to work out. So core, I like they that. Want to be good people. Yeah, they're oh, not. Yeah. They're not intrinsically bad. They're not sociopaths or nothing like that. But but they're complex. So I I I believe them as human beings. Yes. First and and, and and you know at the end of the day it's it's kind of a coming of age story. You know what I mean? Right. So coming of age both into themselves as human beings and also coming of age as superheroes. Mm -hmm. So, and then also a murder mystery kind of a sort of a, you know, thing it's the show is layered. There's a lot going on, you know, and you know, there's a typical teen romance, you know, kind of, you know, uh, with a twist for sure. She, is she in a, Thruple? Is she, <laughs> is she dating a bi person? Is it a trans person? I mean, what, what's happening there? Non-binary something? Not sure. I mean, that's pretty original. I um, have to say okay. that's really cool because what I think that I, is, I like about that relationship is she kind of doesn't seem to care whether... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her partner is male, female. She's like, all right, whichever. Or both. Or yeah. both. Let's be honest. Or both. Um, yeah, it's kind of the best of both worlds. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't see it being a bad thing um, if that's your thing. So, and, and I have to say, uh, that character's cute either way. So, whatever. yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. So, um, so I like that. Uh, you know, I and like. She that. has chemistry with both of them, which is that's great. That's true too. She does. Yeah. That's an excellent point. She does have chemistry with both of them, and so I like that storyline. Um, you know, I like that. Uh, each time, each episode, a new sort of we. Uh, there's a new reveal. Somebody is doing this. Somebody was that. Someone is responsible for this. Someone is, you know, like. Uh, and so the the show is constantly revealing mysteries to me. Um, the I, I am engaged with all of the teenagers. I do like all of them. The the little one, the one that grows, gets little, and now we know gets really big. Um, right. She was my least favorite, but she's growing on me now. Uh, uh, no pun intended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, um, she'll be here all week, folks. Yeah, thank you. Don't try to finish your waitresses. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, besides her, uh, but now, you know, uh, she's, I've, she, she's jumped on board for me. So, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying the show. I definitely like every aspect of it. Uh, and it's compelling to watch without it being with, without it, without the, like the gore, the messiness of it turning me off. All right. Well, let's move on. Thumbs up. I'd say. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely talk about upload episodes three and four which is behind we're behind because they keep dropping random number of episodes it's very confusing so uh three and four for upload i just watched those so i should actually know what happened 
Um, this is the nosebleed episodes where Nathan is his name. Is that right? Um, Brownie. Yeah. Uh, so he, but he's been hiding the nosebleeds, but this time they're having dinner, Thanksgiving dinner or whatever dinner that is. And he can't hide it. Everybody sees it. People freak out and he has to go. They take him to the doctor, the upload doc. Well, that's the second episode, but whatever. They take him to the upload doctor whose last patient lasted 80 days before his head exploded. But now he's like not in favor anymore. So he's not really practicing as a doctor. And they go to see him pretending that Nathan like fell and got mugged or something. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but isn't this episode two? I thought we were doing three and four. I don't know. That's not two. Because <laughs> three, three is cyber discount day. Yeah, this episode I'm talking about is after Cyber Discount Day. No. Yeah, it is because I just watched it last night. Okay. I can't help you. I, I, I'm ahead. I just thought that they went to the. I, they, I thought they went to that doctor in episode two. No, they did not. Because Cyber Discount. When they try to go back to the doctor, he doesn't. He's not. No, that's like that's later. Because Cyber Discount Day was the episode before, where they. They, they, that's when Nathan finds out his girlfriend doesn't have any money anymore. So she tells, she confesses that she has a job doing the scuba suits or whatever those suits are called. I forgot what those mm-hmm. suits are. But she, she does, she tells him that on Cyber Discount Day. The one I'm talking about happens after. I just watched those two episodes. Oh, okay. You can sound like you don't believe me, but I literally <laughs> watched them last night. All right. No, I, all right. I'm, I guess I've got them all mixed up. All right. Um, so Cyber Discount Day was good because I give the extra girlfriend who is now pretending that the new Nathan is not Nathan, and she's like, I'll tell you the truth. I don't want to lie to you anymore, even though she's not going to tell him he's a copy, but she's like, I'm not rich. We can't afford going to all these things on Cyber Discount Day because I don't have any money anymore. The buffet, the famous buffet. Yeah, and then she said, we have to eat in our room. But then the next episode, they go to that weird area where there's that bar where the dude has no eyelids, which was super sketchy and disgusting. Oh, right. The the downstairs. And then that dude tried to, like, siphon off his life energy. Oh, man. And then the the other thing that was crazy, because I thought they were going to, like, double down on the double Nathans, because the woman was like, Oh, Nathan has disappeared off the thing. She like was gonna restore him from another backup, and then he finally appeared, and then she had to delete it. That was crazy. Yeah, so, I was glad they didn't go triple. I think triple uh, yeah. would have been annoying. That would have been, been too much. Yeah, but I also think that would have revealed that she was lying because some kind of way the Nathan inside needs to find out he's the double. Like right. that. That's the thing. He has to figure out that she lied to him. Because she's all like, I'm going to be honest with you and tell you everything, except she's still lying. Right, right. Um, so anyway. Uh, I really are- love the world building. I think Cyber Discount Day is fantastic. Just the name of it even. You know, we are it's so... Very- to- oh, did you notice that they had the little Amazon smile things, but they were like dogs that were curved? Yes. Yeah. And yes. I was like, oh, I see what you're doing, guys. Yes. that's the- that, was- that was the next words out of my mouth, because we're all so used to Amazon, you know, Prime Day, and then when they went Cyber Discount Day, I thought, oh my gosh, that's a total, you know, knockoff of the Amazon Prime Day, and just the, you know, the show, I don't love the show this season like I did the first season, you know, and I think part of it is probably just because of the, the, you know, the newness of the factor of the world building is, you know, it's old hat, we know what it's about, um, and we know the show, you know, but but still, every time they come up with more world building stuff and they show me like like the cyber discount now, uh, you know, and there's there, you know, different areas of the the grid where like that was the early build of the, right. of, the of the hotel and the early models and stuff. I don't know. I find it all fun and interesting to watch. Um, I, I'm going to disagree with you on that because I'm finding it boring this season. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying I don't like it as much as the first season. But uh, I, I I don't find it as interesting, but I still find the world building, that's okay. the only part of the show that I find that's still and kind I, of I, And I'm, I'm still disagreeing with you on that, because I still, I don't find that interesting either. Oh, uh, I do. 
Yeah, I, I find that interesting too. I, I and I, I agree with you that I don't think this this season is as, as successful in terms of storytelling no. as the first season was. But I do enjoy the creativity that they're using as far as building the outside world because we haven't really seen much of the outside world before. We've seen the digital world, but not the outside world. Well, and I think that yeah. you know the weird, the sheer weirdness of of this this very you know uh, capitalistic materialistic society is is kind of interest is kind of fun to watch oh i have a question because at the end of the episode four um the guy was supposed to put smoking man from x-files he was supposed to put him in a robot body so he could interrupt the meeting and he was like i know this deep secret about you so do this for me and then at the end we see him cradling the hard drive so are we to believe that he just took the dude out of the hard drive and is not putting him anywhere? He's just holding him, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe Mr. Cyber Guy, don't threaten people who are physical. Like, that seems <laughs> like a mistake. Anyway, yeah. uh, uh, that was crazy. All right, so let's move on. I'd say I'm not quite giving it a thumbs up. I'm more of a sideways, and you guys are thumb up-ish. Right. Sure. I'm more thumb up. It's it's still it's still fun to watch. Yeah. Not as fun, but I think it's still interesting. It's keeping. Yeah. Me. I'm a That's little bored. Me. I'm a little bored. That's me. But anyway, let's let's move on. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about the last few episodes of Our Flag Means Death because this show ended way too quickly. I'm not happy about that. Like Zoom, boy. I know. Gone. We right at the when can just, you miss it? Yeah, they they were doubling up on episodes and doing crazy stuff like that. Uh, but, and it did feel a little like fanfic, as we've talked about it. A little, a lot. They ended up at an inn together, holding hands at an inn in the middle of nowhere. Are you kidding me? Come on. It was like, our flag means fan service. I know. They even had them running towards each other on a beach, just like the dream image. It was Mm. great. I mean, they gave me everything I wanted. Uh, except for Izzy's death. Like that, yeah, I did yeah. not. Because I was like, wait a minute, did he get shot? And then I was like, oh no. Because, you, you know, we had him already with the peg leg. And now we're going to yeah. shoot him? And I was like, no, Izzy. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I can understand, you know, what they were doing. In fact, I sort of was afraid that they were going to go there because I can't, for a little while I was thinking, you know, they're making him too lovable. Yeah, I'm really worried about this. And, and I, I guess I was right to be. But I, I think it's kind of a shame that they they didn't wait for like third season to do this, because I think that there's really more they could have done with the character. He's God knows uh, he's fun to watch. Well, and, and I think that great he, actor. him becoming friends oh, with Steve was, was interesting. Like him and Steve bonding, I was getting yes. behind that. Yes. He was like, oh, I'll yep. teach you how to be a pirate. He was like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. You know, all of that was yeah. good. I, I, I think there, say, there was just more to do. Yes. And his destiny was quite sad. But yes. I was going to, I'm backtracking because I wanted to talk about something that happened earlier, which was the uh, the Queen of China. Uh, I was trying to remember what her title was. The Pirate Queen. The Pirate Pirate Queen. Um, When all all those ships got those clocks, I was like, uh, those are time bombs. Like, I don't know. Oh, you guessed it? Oh, yeah. Immediately. They're like, oh, he delivered a clock to all of our ships. And I was like, oh, you mean a time like a timer so that a bomb can go off? I was like, that's a terrible light. And then, but they the other reason was they kept showing the clock. Like every time you're on the ship, you would see them moving the clock to a different part of the ship. And I was like, it's a bomb. She put a bomb on all your ships because they're enemies. The guy's not going to give you a gift of a clock for all. Like if he had given just her a clock gift, I would have bought it and I wouldn't have found it suspicious. But the fact that he delivered one to every one of her ships was when I went, oh, it's a bomb. So when that went off, I was like, yep, that seems about right. Uh, I just expected it to go off when it did. That was pretty cool. I was going to say, smart, we should put you in charge of catching pirates because I 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I watch too much television, man. Watch too much I 100% TV. didn't catch that one. And I, I should have. I think I should have, you know, but I didn't catch it. And and with you, as with you, I also didn't, you know, the timing was, was really well done in terms of, yeah. you know, guessing when that was going to happen so that was really good 
Um, you know, the show, even the fact that he she reunited with her loved one, you know what I mean? That the other two got married, like, and, you know, they, they are super happy. Like, everybody is just lovey-dovey, coupled up, and super happy, and super, you know, everyone's forgiving each other. I mean, the show is really wrapping everything up. I don't know. Huh? In a nice boat. I mean, they want to do a third season, but they wrapped everything up in this. They wrapped it up. So I don't know what what there's what there's left to do. And 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 I know historically there's a lot. Yes, yes, yes. But I mean, as far as emotionally for us, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We've all um gotten our favorite fanfic, you know. Uh I mean we I, I can't stress it enough that this is sort of, you know, uh, not, it's not a fix it, fix thick. It's just, it's a, it's what we want thick, you know, and yeah. you the know. happily ever after. Yeah. Yes. Which makes me worry, uh, you know, when they get third season, knowing right. where historically these characters go yes. and knowing that they went to out of their way to do two things. First, give super happy endings to, to most everybody on the crew and and even new characters like like Zheng the Pirate Queen, um, and at, at the same time also give us a tragic death right. of of one of the the top characters. And so it's like, well, if if you didn't save that tragic death for season three, um, it's because you're you're planning on something bigger for that season, and it's so it makes me worry because I've always you know been thinking. Well, the way this this you know happens historically is they both die terribly, and so the only way you can fix that is by having them like you know fake their deaths and end up someplace else. But we've already now had them end up like you know trying to do an in together. So where do you, you they're not they're not, not going to repeat themselves. No. So it does make me worry in that in that in that sense. Yeah. Well. Yeah. They're pirates. But, they don't end up with a happy ending. I'm sorry. Yeah, That's yeah unfortunately. Works. But I, right. I did enjoy this season, and I loved things like Calypso's birthday. Oh, on, that was on, so good. Which I want to see as a as a regular holiday. Um, just you know, celebrate it every year. <laughs> and uh, Izzy needs to sing all the time. I think I think Allison yes. is called gay. I, I think Allison is called Gay Pride. So, <laughs> <laughs> but they on a ship. Happy. On a did ship. You, did you not see the decorations? Um, I'm pretty sure that that's what it's called every year. It was all pretty fun. I enjoyed this season as well. So let's wrap this up. We're saying thumbs up, right? Sure. Yes. If you guys have any questions or comments, just send them to tdcampfire at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. You listen to us on sci-fi.radio, Six Degrees of Heat, and iTunes. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.